Welcome back to Stripped. I'm so excited today because I have two amazing in-person guests with me, two mama friends, just wonderful souls. I connect with them because of an event that they do, and I just had to have them on because they both are just such wonderful moms and have really shared their mom journeys with me and been very supportive of me being a new mama. So without further ado, Monica and Tiana of Bibs and Bellies, an annual parenting expo. Hi, thank Hi. you so much for having us. Yes, thanks for, thanks for being us. here. You guys are just like so cute. I know mean, this is great for a podcast, <laughs> but like they're just like two adorable like friends <laughs> who are mamas who like just like came up with this amazing expo of helping moms and like bringing moms together and I'm always like all here for it when you guys were like come to our expo I was like oh my god this is like genius you guys have me speak and it was like such a cool thing to be a part of because I think moms need more of that right for sure right. thank yeah. you so much for coming because our audience loved hearing oh, your story I'm too. so glad and um we actually loved having a platform to have moms there yeah. because we got to not only help moms but they helped us because yeah. along the journey we don't really know what we're totally. doing either. we're all figuring it out right so it's like the more moms you have together the more it's like exactly. hashtag mom supporting moms it needs to be more of it and exactly. like sharing and like you said and i'm so glad your audience because honestly that was my first time really speaking about my birth and my journey and so like i appreciate you guys giving me that platform but i was i'm not gonna lie i was nervous i was anxious i was like oh gosh i'm sitting up here and i'm like a new mom people are probably looking at me like look at this new mom she doesn't know what she's doing she's trying to talk about her journey and I was like, so I'm glad to hear that they like resonated For and sure. they enjoyed the story. Absolutely. There's a lot that moms don't talk about. So right. it's a good platform. No, I'm glad. And so let's talk about, before we get into this amazing Bibs and Bellies annual expo that you do, I want to hear how kind of like you guys came together and how you were born, you know, into this Bibs and Bellies and how that was created. So can you guys share with me a little bit about your background and how you guys came to be as friends and everything? Sure. Um, I'll tell a little bit and then Monica can chime yeah. in too. Um, basically, Monica and I both come from the wedding industry, actually. She actually has, before I say I do, which is event coordination business, and I have Cordially, which is invitation design. Mm -hmm. And so we both would cross paths at these wedding expos and all these beautiful brides. And then when we went through our motherhood journeys, we realized, okay, there's all these expos and help for brides, but there's nothing and no information for moms. So true. And we were so hungry for information as first time moms. Like really the only place we really relied were other friends. Right. I mean, you hear and read things online, but you don't know what to trust. Right. And you so also feel opinions. like you have to like kind of be able to like touch it and like exactly. experience it. Like just like a bride does. Like you literally taste every champagne and you see every DJ and you get to try everything on. And it's like, exactly. I love that you said that. It's so true. It's like, there's nothing for moms. Like, you're at just the like, time, I wasn't even a mom. Right. And Oh, okay. Yeah, so I wasn't a mom back okay. then. Um, but we kept meeting at bridal expos. How funny. The universe is like, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> we had this idea and we were like, you know what's crazy, Di? I said there's so many platforms for brides mm -hmm. and the bridal industry, the, the whole wedding industry, but there is nothing for moms. Like if I was to be a mom, I would need something like this to know totally what what to look forward to, what's going to happen when I do become a mom, you know, what what type of resources yeah, do I Yeah, how do I navigate this? Because yeah. it's insane. What <laughs> be, who are going to be my mom support group, mm -hmm. you know? What, what's out there? There's right. nothing out there for moms and kids. And I think it's so important to have some type of a platform where people can connect, yes. can motivate each other, they can inspire each other, yeah. you know? In real raw ways. Absolutely. I think you were you were also nervous because you were like, D, I'm so busy with work and I know oh, how I I'm planning to have a kid, yep. but like, mm -hmm. how am I gonna do it? And I was just like, you it'll, just, it'll just happen. Yeah, it'll mom, just, you know, it's so. the best advice you can give because it's like even with me too, like you know, busy with styling and blogging, everything. Yeah. I was like. 
oh God, how am I going to fit a baby in this? And it was like, thank God, Amelia kind of just came because I kept trying to plan and plan and figure it out. And it was like, you can't. Like, it's just like you said, it it just happens. Like, and then you just figure it out in your world and it's chaos and it's crazy, but it's like, it's the best thing ever, but you just figure it out, you know? Absolutely. And it's like, I love it. You guys like said, like, you know, it's like, you just kind of go with it and figure it out, but you're right. There aren't places for people to feel like, oh, here's a place for resources and information and everything that, you know, you need to know as a mom, or at least mm-hmm. feel like, you know, you're not just like, oh my gosh, I'm jumping into this like head first and I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's like, and I think sometimes like classes you go to can be intimidating because you don't like feel like you know right. anyone. Like I know I went to a bunch of classes on like breastfeeding and like birth classes I remember sitting there being like okay I don't know anyone I feel like very <laughs> uncomfortable like I feel like people are staring at me I'm sure they weren't but like in my mind like they're judging me because that's how everybody feels and yeah, and I think even way before you having the kid like nobody talks about not being able to get pregnant oh like, yeah I remember when it took me a very long time really to get pregnant well not very you... long time for me it felt forever but of it course. took me like two years that's still a long and time I I got pregnant when I least expected it. Uh I think when I was going through the whole process of trying and not being able to get pregnant and going to these doctor appointments and nobody has answers for you, nobody knows what's wrong with you, and you start, you know, you start thinking it's you, there's something, you know, something very big wrong with you. Um, And I remember not having anybody to talk to because nobody shares the bad times everybody shares their pregnancy stories their right. gender reveals and right. nobody talks about no nobody talks about the realness for sure pregnant right and for me i got pregnant when i least expected it when i gave up the ovulation kits uh-huh. when i gave up the uh the calendar uh-huh. that i had the apps that i had on my phone and that when i surrendered all of that and i gave myself i, I just started focusing on work uh-huh. and my future that's when i Good for you. And I appreciate you sharing that because like, so Justin and I have been talking about number two and like, I've been like looking at my calendar, like I have ovulation apps and I've been watching them like a psychopath for the last few months. And nothing's I'm on, happened. I'm on the same boat. Yeah, and, and, and nothing's happened. <laughs> and I've been, yep, I've been driving it. myself crazy. I finally said to Justin the other day, I'm like, okay, I need to stop like looking at this. I need to stop also being like, oh my gosh, Amelia was so fast. It literally was like not even three weeks. Like I have to stop. Oh yeah, it was, that's it amazing. Was so I mean, literally, my parents were like, okay, fertile myrtle. You know, it was like, <laughs> I mean, we literally like got off the pill and she, well, I was pregnant. I mean, we didn't even try. I mean, it's like, which is crazy because most people are like, wow, you know, they're like, wow, how long did it take you? And I'm like. I hate saying this, like it really didn't take us any time because it just really, I think you the universe. You feel guilty even yes, saying it, right? totally. But the universe really just handed it to us. Yeah, it was just like, like you said, it just like happened. It was just meant to be. It was just meant to be. But now I think because it's been like two years and, you know, and, and now it's 15 months, I'm like in panic mode because I'm like, why is it taking longer? Why is nothing happening? Like we literally did it on the ovulation dates, quote unquote, and this and that. And he's like, stop. But Justin's so good about that. He's like, just chill. Stop looking at the calendar. Stop worrying about this. Like, let's just like have fun again. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's like really good advice because it's true. Like, it's good for you for being able to say like, I'm going to surrender to this and I'm just going to go for it because there are some people I think that get stuck on the ovulation kit and let me check, check this for fertility and let me check this and let me check that. And I don't know if you guys like, you guys believe in like, like spiritual stuff and things like that. Of course. Okay. Okay. So do I. So my psychic friend was over the other night, Chris Medina, who's like amazing. And he was over and he, we were doing like cards kind of just like for fun, but like spiritual cards. And I, while we were taking them out, like shuffling the deck, Amelia like grabbed like the cards, of course, like to want to play with them. And she pulled the fertility Stop. card. That's so cute. <laughs> and we looked at each other and we were like, Wow. And he's like, see, it's like in your space. You're just blocking it because you're so like 
in the headspace of like, why is it happening? Let me control. Let me control. And it's like when you, I think when you You try to control too much, you need to surrender. Exactly. I feel like you're speaking my language right now because my bathroom currently has a box of ovulation. See, (laughs) she gave me my first box of ovulation. (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie. No, and it's like, listen, because it makes you feel good. Because some people have, like, I have friends of mine who they totally like. That was their jam, you know? They were like, oh my There's God, we had trouble. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. it. Right, and, and think, some people at work, yeah, like one of my friends, yeah. she was having trouble and she couldn't surrender and she couldn't do it and so she got an obligation and they immediately got pregnant. But like, again, everyone's different. Exactly. So like you don't know what's yeah. going to work for you. So I feel for you because I'm the same and I've been like, now I'm like, okay, now I need to like step away and just like, have fun. Stop overanalyzing everything. This whole last month, I literally thought I was pregnant. I was making myself insane. I took crazy how four pregnancy tests, so four days I. in a row. Oh my god! Justin was like, "Knock it off." I'm like, "But my period's still on here." <laughs> I'm like feeling nauseous. I feel this. I feel that. He's like, "You're making yourself insane." Yep. And I was like, "Yeah, but I didn't." And he's like, "Okay." And if you are, then like, great. But like, stop panicking. Like, just let yes. it be. I you even know? took it to a point where I was like, "Wait." My stomach looks a little. Yes, same. <laughs> I feel you. Yes, you're like. And I'm like, wait, maybe it's all the emotional eating. Exactly. Happens. Yes. Amen. Same. I know. And you're like, don't realize, you know, it's gonna make yourself yeah. so crazy. So it's like, I love that you guys are like, okay, nobody talks about any of this, and like, you need a place to like get research. You need a place to feel like you have those people to support you, and like, that's what you guys yeah. kind of saw. And then when I got pregnant. I mean, she was my go-to. Yeah, and of course. And I feel like you need to have more of that. Yes, This is what absolutely. this event is about. It's about, you know, this year, it's about leaving your kids at home. Yeah, Last totally. Last two years, it was kid-friendly. But this year, is about li- leaving the kids at home and coming out for some self-care. Yes, which everybody you know? needs. Like we were saying before we started podcasting, like self-care is so necessary and it's so hard to carve out that time for yourself because you are a mom whether you have a brand new baby or you have a seven-year-old like being a mom never ends like it's like so it's you're just constantly in it and you give to your partner and you give to your baby and you give to everything but yourself mm-hmm. I realize all the time I'm like why am I in a bitchy mood and I'm like oh because I depleted myself all week I haven't done anything for myself not even a bath and then I go take a bath for an hour, and I'm like a brand new freaking yeah. person. Exactly. And you're like, why don't I take more yes. baths? And you right. know what it is? Well, the biggest misconception is that some people think yes. self-care is selfish. Oh, absolutely. It's not selfish. Not only are you caring for yourself, but you can become the best mother and wife yes. to the people you're around you. You're a better person, you're a and you're better person. to yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you feel more whole, and it's just better for your family. So if you think to yourself, you identify with the statement like, my family comes first, which right. I always right. did, and I do. Absolutely. Then you should take care of yourself. Yes. Because then it does put you and them first. It's true. And, so and that's, we don't that's make time for that. A good way to put it because it's like we, we don't. And I think also we have like that, right? Mom guilt is so real. And we have that so guilt real. of just being like, oh, but then if I do this, then I'm missing out on this. Or, oh, like for with Amelia, like she's walking down, like basically running. And so like I'm, I feel like I'm missing any moment if like, you know, I'm in the bath and Justin's playing with her downstairs. And he's like, oh my God, she did this. And I'm like, what? And I want to jump out of the bath. And I'm like, no, she'll do it again. Like just... Just stay in your zone. Just relax. Like, allow yourself to have this time. But you do, like, no matter what. I mean, you be napping and I'll take a bath. I have guilt. And I'm like, seriously? She's sleeping. What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? You know? Like, seriously. <laughs> you know? But I do that to myself. And I'm like, oh, but but what if, you know, she wakes up and she's upset? And I'm like, stop. Or, like, the other day, I literally hadn't taken a shower in, like, four days. Because I just was home and crazy. And I didn't have time. And it was like, it is what it is. And she was taking a long nap that day. And I was like, you know what? I need to do emails, but I need to take a shower more. Mm-hmm. And I just got in the shower, and for only 15 minutes, I came out, and I was like, oh. New person. I, new person. I felt so good. I felt so refreshed. Later on the night, Justin came home. He's like, you look so like happy today. I was like, 
I took a freaking shower. <laughs> you know, it's like the little things in yeah, life, man. Yeah, you know, meanwhile, yeah. I used to take like an hour shower and like just yeah. sit there. Those days are over. You know, it's like, but it's like you just don't realize, you know. Yeah. So I love that you guys are focusing this year on self care. So can you talk a little bit more about Gibbs and Bellies? And obviously, okay, so now we know it was born kind of from you guys having these similar, you know, interests of the fact you both needed like the motherhood tribe and wanted to have something for people to have information. And once you became a mom, it was like, okay, this is now coming together. This is now turning into something big. Right, know? totally. And so first, the first expos, like you said, were more mom, when I attended and spoke, I was like mom and kid friendly and bring your baby. Like I had my daughter, she was like, what, three months in her yeah. little stroller, you know? It was like, I was great to see all these moms with babies there and kids and getting to like check out all these different brands and different support. So now this year, fast forward, when is the expo? It's on September 29th at the Fig House. At the Fig House. Yes. September 29th. Okay, awesome. and that'll be in my show notes, but okay, great. And so this one is based on self-care. So this one is literally leave the kids at home, mama come out, enjoy yourself. So mm -hmm. what can they expect when they come to this expo? So there'll basically be um, workshops revolving around mind, body, and spirit. Okay. So there's going to be three different workshops. Mm -hmm. And then we'll also have a panel of mom speakers who actually believe in, in you know, manifesting those things in their For lives sure, like yeah. having those things and actually applying them mm -hmm. and then we're also gonna have a group meditation a I group sound bath we'll have oh, um, I love sound baths yes and then we have a really cool pamper station so that moms can actually go have like mini sessions of Reiki mm -hmm. and um, oh that's beautiful it's gonna be some really amazing stuff um, and true self care true self care and then they can leave with some gift bags they mm -hmm. can make friends it's, it'll be a really good day for them not to just come experience something and leave but actually feel transformed Absolutely. I love that. And be transformed and like take away from it. Like, exactly. like even me, when you guys had your expo, like I left and I felt like so empowered, like, wow, I just spoke about my birth and like had all these moms supporting me. I connected with so many amazing moms that day. Like I, I met, um, T Lopez, you know, at, oh, yes, you know, who spoke, who I love. And now her and I are friends and like, we talk all the time. She's also part of fashion mom. She's, so supportive. she's, she's just, amazing. She's amazing. And like, you know, we're part of fashion moms together. And it was funny because we reconnected at a fashion mom's thing. And I was like, I first met you and saw you speak at bibs and bellies and like we like immediately like we were clicking awesome. and talking you know so it's like even something like that you just like don't know what you're gonna take away and i know for mom who you're gonna meet yes exactly you're gonna meet who you're gonna have like for a resource what's gonna like actually like you said transform you and too like i think for moms and especially for me like i get intimidated like going out there in the world because these aren't the people that i used to be like you know in front of and this is a different world that i'm used to and i get like vulnerable and i'm like oh gosh are they gonna look at me like this because i am scattered and i am a new mom and i I'm not, you know, maybe navigating this. I'm not doing that. And it's like, no, your guys' expo is about literally the opposite of that. It's like, let's all come together. Exactly. doesn't matter what you're going through in motherhood. We're here for you. What your background is. What right. type of uh, occupation you have. It doesn't matter. It's right. about, it's acceptance. literally yes. about, yeah, acceptance. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest fears, hearing you speak right now made mm -hmm. me realize one of the biggest fears in all of us moms is feeling judged. Oh, and I think beyond. that's because there's so many controversial, like different ways of, of approaching motherhood. Yep. Mm -hmm. So many different topics. Oh, please. Are it's you breastfeeding? Are you are formula? You, are you vaccinated? Are you not exactly. vaccinated? Are you this? Are you that? Exactly. It's like the and list it, goes on. And honestly, and like, it doesn't matter. And I right. think we want to be the type of place where you can come feel safe and it, no one will judge you. Right. We're just Regardless that's beautiful. of what decision right. you make for your child. Yes. Well, and it's like at the end of the day, you know best yes you know best it's your child right. you birthed them you carried them like they're yours like it, it is not your decision to make a decision on someone exactly. else like that's your baby don't you, you guys know? feel like you've taken your 
baby to the doctor and you, you're like, what are you saying? Yes. I know my kid better totally. than you. Totally, exactly. Like, you've given I, me the wrong I, advice. I, right? I, I, yes. Deanna, I've been through maybe three, four pediatricians at this point. She's now nine months. Mm-hmm. And I cannot find somebody that I'm actually comfortable with. Yep, I know. Isn't that crazy? I feel like I know better. Right. Even the, And I feel like all, every advice that they give me it's very generic. <laughs> yes, totally. It's not like you don't feel like they it's like for care. your child. Well, well, yeah. Let's be real. I feel like, like they don't really. Yeah. Care. Well, let's be real. Like it's and I'm like sure they see great pediatricians yes, out there. Of I just course. haven't, you just haven't had them one, yet. But... No, trust me. I I mixed around too, and I finally found someone that I feel like I'm starting to gel with. And it's like it is hard. And you're building these relationships, and you also like you do feel like you know best because honestly, I believe deep down you do. Going back to what we were saying with being spiritual, it's like mm-hmm. they came from the other side, yeah. and they're still very much brand new, especially yours from the other side. And so you are really connecting with them intuitively, and you're really feeling them and understanding them. You feel them. your energy. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah, so so you so you know when you're seeing something with them, like they're like, oh no, they're fine, and in your mind you're like, no, they're not. Most likely, you know best. Right. Yeah, right. you know. You gotta follow your intuition. You do, you and do so right. I love that you guys also are having at this expo, like not just the self care aspect, but like the sound bath, the meditation, the Reiki. Like I think that's amazing because like I did a ton of sound baths when Amelia was you know in my belly and I was pregnant like and I and I loved it and I, it was so funny because when I would do them she would like respond to the Aww. times and I'd be like oh my god and then like afterwards like I, I went to one with her like after and she was like paying attention I'm like because she remembers like they do like they know that stuff like you were saying with the energy mm-hmm. you know and so it's like I just I love that you guys are like doing that so if people want to check it out obviously you guys have it online, right? Yes, they could go to bibsandbellies.com okay. and then we're also bibsandbellies on Instagram. Right, on Instagram, right. And they and can they see can... everything. And you guys will be, obviously, as we get closer, yes. you'll be amping up the event and seeing For sure. the people posting. For sure, we're posting all the amazing speakers that'll be there. Yeah. Um, and then who will be leading the workshops. We'll be awesome. revealing some giveaways. It'll amazing. Be awesome. yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so you guys can check all of that out. And so we were talking before we started podcasting. We were chatting just like real mom life. And so I wanted to get into a little bit because... At the end of the day, like I told you guys, this podcast was born out of the fact that I went through, you know, a very traumatic birth and postpartum depression. And I feel like now I'm finally coming out on the other side. Not only like this is therapy for me, but I'm being, you know, therapeutic for their moms and being a space for moms. This is a place to be truly real and raw and stripped down to your true self and sharing that on the self and not feeling judged. So we were talking before we started podcasting about how hard, you know, mom life has been for all of us and how difficult our births can be. Can you guys share a little bit for my audience about how, you know, I'll let you go first since you had your recent birth, about like how you've kind of been navigating and how hard your birth really was to start? Because I think it's really important for moms to hear this because it is so much more normal for a mom to have that kind of birth than it is just, oh, I just had my birth at home and it went great. And listen, no shade. There's some moms like, good for you. I mean, I'm like bow down. I wish that was me. And I went in with that attitude. Oh, so did I. So yeah, so share, please. Yeah, I went in, um, you know, you hear so many stories for nine months when you're pregnant. Everybody gives you their, of course. you know. Everyone has their two cents. Cake, uh-huh. So yeah. um, I went in, I, my doctor told me I had to get induced at 40 weeks because baby was starting to get a little too big for okay. me and okay. um, I wasn't going to be able to push. And I did really want to do of it. Of course. I, right. I wanted to take the natural route. Right. At least try, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So um, I got induced. However, my I was in labor for 38 hours. Come on, my feel for you. Okay. <laughs> 38 hours of not being able to eat, drink, uh-huh. you know how that uh-huh. goes. Like, I would do anything for a glass right. of water at <laughs> totally. that point, uh-huh. you know? Yep. Um, so 38 hours in, doctor walks in and says that I'm not going past four centimeters of oh. dilation. I'm not getting, I'm not oh. getting any bigger. So they have to take him to emergency C-section. 
And you know, at this point, like after 38 hours, right. like you're all I could do is cry. Of course, like, you're exhausted mentally, emotionally, yeah, and, physically. And you know, it's like one thing that's so important that helped me get make the decision of going through with the C-section were the nurses. I oh, thought. that's Honestly, nice. Like the nurses that's were nice so to hear. supportive. And they came up to me and they said, look, Monica, you've done everything that you could possibly do at this point. It's this baby is just not going to come out. Right. You have to get her out because she's starting to get stressed. Okay. Heart rate starting to Most drop. Most important, mom know. and baby need to be safe. And the only thing that's important right now yes. is to get this baby right. out healthy yes. and safe. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? At that point, I just wiped my tears oh. and I was... Put ready. on your warrior yeah, face. I put yeah. on my warrior face yeah. and I was ready to go to surgery. Yeah. And, you know... I did go through, you don't feel anything through the C-section. Yeah, it's great after right. being in pain for so totally. long. I feel you. But nobody talks about the aftermath. Now, the oh, aftermath yeah. for me was the worst part. Oh. I My recovery was very, very bad. I could not breastfeed uh-huh. because I was on so many med- pain medications. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take care of my baby. I couldn't wake up at nights to carry her because I couldn't, I was mm. limp. Yeah, yeah, I was in so much pain. I had metals. I didn't even, I wasn't even stitched. Oh, I was stapled wow. with metal wires. Wow. So I had a horrible story, mm-hmm. but but I recovered. Yep. I did not see light at the end of the tunnel when I was going through it. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was going to go on forever and forever. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back to work. I had just opened oh, the brand gosh. new business. Wow. So um, there was light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I did get through it. Two, three weeks of bedtime mm-hmm. got me through. And um, now I'm nine months. Yeah, you're nine, nine months out. I'm nine so months exciting. out, and I couldn't be happier. I would do it all over again. <laughs> Maybe she's in a so, few years. She's so gorgeous. Oh my god, dying to meet her in person. I would do it all over again. Um, but you know what? Like everybody's story is very different. That's yes. all I could tell you. Do not. Your story is not going to be. Don't any, compare. Don't yes, compare yourself. Don't compare your pregnancy. Don't compare your birth story. None of it. Everybody right. has very, very different journeys. Very. very different experiences. Just embrace it. At the That's end really of the day, advice. we all go. We all struggle in our own ways. Mm-hmm. You know. Just embrace your struggle, and you know, and I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, it's great advice. How did you? So. Obviously, it was a very hard, you know, birth. And then it was very hard to recover because of what you went through. How did you navigate, like, getting through? Like, obviously, you said you had a lot of rest. But, I mean, listen, you should commend yourself. You started this new business. How did you get your butt into being there for your new business and, like, get your butt out of bed and push through? Like, what would be some advice? I feel like if I didn't go back to work, I could have crashed. Okay. I think for me, yeah, that's what right. helped me. No, um, and that's good even to Even though it was so hard and the mom guilt was so real for right. me, like mm-hmm. going back to work a month out. Mm-hmm. And it was holiday season. I'm in the world of right. gifting. And right. that's prime time for me, yeah. you know. So um, going back a month after giving birth was really hard. Yeah. But it saved me mentally. Okay. It saved me physically. Good it got you. me back on my feet. It motivated me to wake up in the mornings. It motivated me to work out, go mm-hmm. back into, you know, Go back routine. into my yeah. routine. Good for you. So that's, that's what amazing. Me. No, but that's good to share because yeah. like other moms need to hear that like, you know, you are going to have that mom guilt, but like for some people, like you said, that's what for got me, you going and that's yeah. great, you know? And I appreciate you sharing this section because I was telling you before we started podcasting, like I also, most of my listeners know, I went through a pretty traumatic birth as well. I had a 42 hour birth and I actually yeah. got to complete my dilation and still could not push my daughter tried out. To push like, twice. I tried to push <laughs> twice. I was at complete. They literally were like, you're at like nine and a half centimeters. Like you're at destination station and still, I mean, it came down twice in my canal and shot 
back up. And so after 42 hours, it was like my, you know, doctor, you know, came in and said, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. I really don't want to do a C-section. He's like, okay, I'm going to walk out and let you talk to your husband. And I had had my doula in there. I had my midwife. I had my birth photographer because I had started at the birth center. I also wanted natural. I wanted a tub birth because I felt connected to Amelia and the water from like the get-go. And so I was at the birth center for the first like 25, almost 30 hours pushing there and was with my midwife. And then she saw that I wasn't like getting further in the dilation. She was like, I know you don't want to hear this, but like we need to get interventions now. Like I have to be, you know, a good midwife to you. And I have to say like, now we kind of leave your birth plan out the door and we do what's best for you and baby. And it's time to go to the hospital. And so luckily I wasn't in an emergency, but I still had to go. And I had a backup doctor who I had met that she had worked with. And Dr. Polyakin, you know, brought me in. He's like, all right, well, baby's not in stress. You're not in stress. So you want to keep pushing? And I was like, yeah, sure. you know? And so I kept pushing and then I got on an epidural, which I didn't want, which I had no choice because I couldn't handle the pain. Then they put me on Pitocin, which was awful and they cranked it up to like 15 or whatever the highest you can be at in a hospital and it was just like they were trying to torpedo Amelia out because she just wouldn't come down and then it was like literally she finally came down twice and she still wouldn't come out and they were just like and Justin turns to me and he goes babe you've been such a warrior like I know this is not what you wanted but like don't you just want to meet her Oh my God. I was just like, I started bawling. Like, I feel for you of the crying. I'm like, yeah, of course I want to freaking meet her. You know, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, kind of question is that? You know, I was like, I'm like bawling my eyes out, you know? And he's like, babe. And I'm like, okay, fine. Just, just prep me, you know? And thank God it was like super quick as well. But also too, the recovery, like you said, I appreciate you sharing that. I could not get out of bed the first two nights. No. I couldn't breastfeed either. Like no. I was on so many drugs. I didn't want to be on because I was in so much pain. I, I couldn't move. I couldn't figure out if it was normal. I yes. would Google. Right? I is feel you. Is it normal to not be able to move after right. a C-section? Right. And um, some people, yes, some people know. Is it normal to not be able to eat anything right. after a C-section? Yep. I was like driving myself crazy. I, I was know. like, I've seen people give like right. have kids right. go through C-section and it's supposed to be easy. But then again, I do have to say that I did have... 30 hours of Pitocin in my body. That's a lot of freaking So hours. I think that's also Yeah, that's a major what, player, yeah, yes. Yeah. And all so, of it, even just 38 hours mm -hmm. in labor, 42 hours in labor, I mean, like, it wears on your body. So you're exhausted. So it's like, you know, even though we didn't get to push them out, we still did all the work Absolutely. beforehand to labor them down and then get to basically pushing and then not being able to do it. So it's like, you're exhausted. The same with me. And then I got home after a week. They kept me a week in the hospital, which I was like a week. And they were like, you can't move. Like you can't, we can't send you home. And then I get home and I couldn't get out of bed for almost two weeks. I couldn't get down up and down my stairs. Like Justin was doing everything. Justin was bathing Amelia. At this point I was pumping like crazy because my milk hadn't come in, which by the way, nobody tells nobody you your milk kid does, you. can not drop because of a C-section. So then I thought I was crazy because I'm like, why is my milk not here? Your body Why body is... doesn't know that right. you gave birth. Exactly. So it takes a minute. Yes, you know? for it to kick in. So and you don't know. Right. And you don't know that. <laughs> You're freaking out. Right. You're like, the what's wrong with me? The consultant is coming yes. in. It's like, you got to keep trying. Right. You're like, I'm trying. I'm trying. Why is this <laughs> happening? Yes. You know? And it was like, I'm pumping and pumping and pumping. And finally at like day 10, I remember just feeling this massive hit. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know? And they were like, I think your milk came. And I was like, put her on. You know? And then she still like wasn't latching. And it was like. Oh my God. So I'm pumping and I'm putting, you know, the milk in the, whatever the Doppler and we're, you know, feeding her that way. And it was just like, Oh my God, it was crazy for like the first three weeks. And then finally I was able to start latching and start breastfeeding. And then finally, after like a month, I was really walking around. I didn't drive for nine weeks. Oh wow. My doctor didn't even let me, he gave me, he signed me off at seven weeks. And then my own like fears and insecurities, like I didn't want to have my mom driving me around because she came out here from New York because I was too afraid I was going to like tear and I was in pain. Like, so it's like, again, 
nobody shares any of this. And then I think that contributed to my postpartum depression Mm -hmm. because before I knew it, like, good for you getting out and going because I was home. So I almost had, like, this crazy cabin fever going on. I'm just, like, at home with my baby. And now at this point, my mom's left. Like, everyone's gone. It's just me. And I'm, like, you know, and it's just, like, and Justin's at work all day long. And I'm just by myself. And I'm, you know, being an amazing mom when she's awake and I'm present. But then as soon as she goes down for a nap, I'm sitting in a corner bawling my eyes out. Like, the hell is wrong with me? Why am I bawling my eyes out? I'm obsessed with her, but I hate myself. And you were saying before we started talking on the podcast, like you were like, who is this person? Like, what I is this identity? I myself in the mirror and I, I couldn't recognize who I was. Isn't that wild? Was the scariest part of the whole thing, I think. Just looking at yourself and just asking, oh, like right. not recognizing yourself. Yes. And you know what point that I, I felt that way that uh, the minute I took my first shower in the hospital, you know, when they bring you. Yes. Your, um, towel. And yes. Like you Tell you should shower. Yes, absolutely. Like, Go take a shower. shower. Yeah. I stood in front of that mirror in the hospital, and all I can think was, "Oh my God, who mm-hmm. are you?" Uh huh. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. insane. And I had that moment when I got home from the hospital. I remember I was literally judging myself. And I think back now, and I'm like, "You idiot!" I was literally standing in the mirror, and I was like, looking at my body, and I'm like, "Oh my God!" Like, look at all that just hanging there. And Justin's looking at me, going, "You just Let's gave birth." Fun. Like, are you kidding? We're you know, so hard on ourselves. Beyond. And um, people, you know, we need to share that. Like, you right. can, when you're going through, when you're going through childbirth, the yes. last thing you need to do is judge yourself. Right. Okay. So true. You need to just work on not judging yourself. Right. And like, you need to just look at yourself and be like, I just birthed a baby. Yeah, like, I, I was just, just a freaking a warrior. Like, you, know, you basically survive a car, a car wreck, let's yeah. be real. Your body does, yeah. literally. I mean, it's like, even if you have the best birth or the worst birth, your body still goes through the same insanity. And whether like, you <laughs> did C-section or right. natural or right. whether you breastfeed or you right. don't breastfeed. And right. Whether you You're vaccinate your kid or right. you don't vaccinate right. your kid, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You're a mom. We're all moms. Yes, exactly. And, well said. And Bibs and Bellies is about coming together and just uniting as moms. And I love that. You know? And I think that's like so Real, beautiful. Real, raw, strip, right. like you yes. said, yep. you know. Sharing your authentic self. Yeah, because absolutely. that's what we're all here for, that's right? It's like it's about. being just real and raw and like being like, this happened to me too and that's normal and like it's like it's okay it's okay to be of that and it's okay to share that it's actually more than okay it's like so necessary for your own sanity for other mom sanities to know and now it's like okay you don't feel crazy anymore you don't feel like i'm the only one and then i don't know about for you guys but for me being a social media influencer I was online so much when I shouldn't have been with just giving birth. And that really triggered me because Because I'm... Because you see them all popping back to normal. Yes, bounce back. I'm like, oh, let me hear bounce back one more time. I'm going to throw my phone. Like, I was like, and no offense. Like, that's great. Good for you. But maybe you're athletic. Maybe that's how your body's built. Maybe you have a trainer. Like, everyone's different. But it's like when you're showing four days later, look at me, my body. I'm like, frick you, dude. My body's still not where I want it to be. And I'm 15 months out. And I'm having to deal with that. I'm having to like handle that and talk to myself and say it's okay your body's still processing you're still healing it's so normal but it's like I have to tell myself that and I had to sign off social for like two months when I first had her because I realized when I was like going through my postpartum depression wow social media is not doing you any favors like actually it's triggering you beyond belief you know like yeah, for you is social media hard it would have I think it would have been again see the reason why it wasn't hard is because I'm too busy to Good be for on you. social See? to be on social media. Good for you. I should be more on social media, but I'm not. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think again, going back to work helped me a lot. Right. Getting back to work and just getting, getting yourself going. Getting back to work before I was 
I thought I was even ready to go back to right. work, you know, kind yeah. of not having a choice. Yeah. That helped me. Yeah. No, but that's good to share. Yeah, Yeah, it helped you get through. Like if you're, if if anybody out there is like feeling like down about the mom guilt, feeling down about going back to work, don't be afraid. Yeah, might actually help you. Yeah, no, and that's that's so good to share. Getting away for a few hours. It's not a bad thing. Really good. Right, you said like you guys both said it's self care. It's allowing yourself to get back to who you are because at the end of the day, I like I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I'm a mom, and I'm like, no, Allie, but you were Allie before Mm -hmm. you were a mom. You had goals. Yes, you had dreams. Right, those they don't go away. Yes. should not go away because you're a mom. Exactly. You know? They should just amplify. Yeah, absolutely. Like they, the baby, like my husband says to me all the time, he's like, Amelia should be your muse. Like you should be like just blowing like your own like smoke up your ass and being like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that because I'm a powerhouse. My mom, I do this, I do that. He's like, you should be owning it. And I'm like, that's really good advice. It's true. You should be looking at your child or your children and going, I can do so much and I'm going to show them that. And they're going to look back and go, oh my God, I was only this many months old. I was only this many years old. And my mom did A, B, and C. And like, wow, now I know I can do that, you know? Your goal should be bigger and better. Yes, exactly. And then you'll inspire them. Right, and then exactly. And then you'll inspire them. Is there, well, and you're obviously now you're saying, so now you're in another area. You're like trying for number two-ish. Yes, and and while Monica was talking about her birth story, I'm like, wow, mine feels so kind of long ago. Because like Christopher's (laughs) going to turn four in October. October and um yeah you're a seasoned she's mama yeah she's seasoned. I, I actually like I was like wow that's that's impressive what you guys have gone through because I actually just like the movies like my water broke like splashed wow the floor. that's amazing <laughs> yeah so I was like this is so different so it was really and that's the thing everybody's different that's so kind of what I was hoping for <laughs> yeah same story of course, I heard of course know? no same I, her. dude please I I, I did self induction at home I did castor oil I I mean like because I because In I every movement I, yeah. I would text her I think, D, I think <laughs> right. it's time right. I think, I think, I think and I always time. tell Monica I'm like I think the reason why this happened to me is because the day before my mom and I discovered Hobby Lobby. Oh my god! And we god. spent two hours walking. Oh, around. that's hysterical! So you got <laughs> that going. You got it going. My water broke. Yep. And the funny thing is, my water broke on the day that my husband was supposed to take his real estate exam that he had been studying oh for gosh. for a month. And then when we went in. Um, and they were like, um, yeah, you're only like one or two. Se- right, dialogue, yeah. So my husband's like, I'll be back. He went, he took his exam, he Good passed, and he came back, That's and I was still me. sitting in labor. Right, so it didn't matter. Like, right, yeah. So That's hysterical. It was really, really. Aww. So awesome. now, so you are a seasoned mama. What like gems would you have for some like new moms out there? Mm. Because you have been navigating this for a bit longer than us, and you do have a four year old, and like you do have an amazing business, and you are doing so many great things. What could you share for mom, new moms that are like coming into mm. this space and, you know, l- looking back for you in motherhood? Obviously, I'm sure you're still learning, but like, what yeah. have you kind of learned? Well, for me, like when I was eight months pregnant, mm-hmm. I got laid off. Oh, wow. So then that is what kind of inspired me to start my own business of the invitation. Good for you. Okay. And so when he came, that's kind of how I kept myself busy, mm. you know, kind of like when I would get depressed at home, right. I felt like I didn't really was, I wasn't seeing my friends. My yeah. husband was busy. And so I kind of kept myself busy with those, mm-hmm. that client work. But I realized that I was really kind of not giving my all to either or. So I was feeling like not the best mom and not the best businesswoman. Mm-hmm. So I was really giving it like 50-50. So I think what advice I would give that worked for me was kind of just separating it. Stop trying to do it all at once. Mm-hmm. And I have to follow my own advice at this point because I have so much going on. <laughs> Practice what you preach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I think especially during his baby stage and even now is like, I will work my ass off all week long, but mm-hmm. when it comes to weekends, it's for my family. Good I don't for you. Work well, thank you for coming on a weekend in my house. Yes. No, no, <laughs> this for me is enjoyable, yeah. and I'm gonna go straight back to right. him after Good this. Good for you. My family's literally like I'm at my parents' house every Sunday. Nice. They're literally That's waiting really for me. Nice. 
I don't care if my to-do list is exploding weekends. Right. I don't work. Good for you. I need to work on that. Me I too. see my to-do list and I'm like, oh, but she's napping. So like, I'll just do a couple emails. Oh, but you know, she's playing by herself right now. And I, I want her to have individual play. So like, I'll just answer a couple things on social media. And then I get sucked in mm -hmm. and then I'm two hours in and all of a sudden I look at the clock and I go, where did my day go? Yeah. You know? And the hardest part is, is like when you find that one hour to yourself, you don't yes. know which one. Okay. You don't know what to do. Should I take this hour right. to relax and watch an episode of something? Uh -huh. Or should I answer my emails? Right. Like, or should I take a bath? Or like, should I? Yes. Exactly. So I don't know. It's just a give and take. Mm -hmm. And it's really just not ignoring what your body's telling you. If you feel oh, like you need to advice. rest, uh -huh. you need to rest. I love that. No, it's good for you. So talking about that you guys are going to try for number two. What do you feel like maybe you're going to do different being that you're now a seasoned mom and you're not going to be a new mom coming into this next child? I was like the most paranoid mom. Like I was... Were you? Yes. I can't I, imagine that about oh, you. Oh yeah. I was like... And my husband doesn't make it any better. He's, he's even worse than <laughs> oh me. Oh my like, gosh. He, like even during pregnancy, he'd be like, can you eat that? Can you eat that? Can <gasps> you do that? Like we were just very panicked. Every right. little thing was like right. an argument with my parents because you're not doing it the way that oh, I want. Like, yes. It oh. just... It just... I feel like I will be more... Ch I hope yes. I will be more chill. Right. Oh, well, you're aware now. I'm aware now yeah. and I feel like as new moms we feel like every little detail is the end of the world of and course. it's really not I'm right. just this very type A person everything on schedule and right. oh my god he's napping 10 minutes late and <laughs> like I just I, I, I don't want to be that way right. I just want to again listen to my own body and listen to the baby like yeah. what they need Good and I feel you. like Monica inspires me for that because Aww. Monica really just goes with the flow of her life uh -huh. and I feel opposite so I think we balance each we other yeah that's like, why you guys are good partners I feel like I lack scheduling uh -huh. <laughs> I just cannot schedule for the life right. of me I'm with you babe I get so it. hello you guys it. arrived and I was like oh wait There's I thought it was later cons. you know yeah, it's like <laughs> pros and cons to both like it's it's that's why you guys silly. are good yeah. friends and yeah. big that's why in business works. you guys have that yeah. great like synergy you can yeah. see it and that balance because you, you know need what the that. funny thing is that we didn't even tell you in the beginning is we used to be friends when we were kids oh my god and like we were family like friends. Little kids? yeah we knew each other oh. as little kids and then we just drifted apart and then the universe brought you back being, together. Exactly. We went through a bride. And we went wow. through a bride. Her, her bride, as, as a coordinator, she had a bride, set up a consultation with me as an invitation designer. Oh and God. she walked in oh, and I, I was like, Monica? That's so funny. And just That's the universe so brought us together. And, and, and now that. we balance each other in motherhood. So That's it's awesome. amazing. That yeah. is amazing. Now we I share a passion that. project together, Right, which, which is, is doing amazing. Okay. I mean, that's so, that's, I love that. I love that you shared that in the story because it's like, you just never know, right? And I feel like also with motherhood, so many things spark and happen. You know, like like we connected, you know, from your expo and then mm -hmm. I like, was a speaker and we stayed in touch and we like, yeah. via email and my podcast happened. I was like, you guys have to come on and be guests. You know, it's like, you just never know. You know, exactly. it's like, and now we're talking about other things to work together. So it's like, I feel like sometimes motherhood sparks that inside of us, right? It's like when you get yes. to kind of connect with people that yes. are, you know, in the same in as the you. Same. And you're like, how do we Journey help each other and share in this journey and build each other's dreams? And it's right. just, it's so and the awesome. Way you felt so renewed after your shower. Yeah. I feel that way after this podcast oh, with you like I, so I feel happy. really good spending time with you guys oh thank you well I know you guys because we are moms and you guys do have to go so is there anything else you would want to leave my audience with any mom gems anything just from you guys you know either together or individual that you'd want to say to my audience just to take that day off yeah. and um, get your babysitter situated from now and join us and take a day for yourself on September 29th yes and that'll be in the show notes and everything and I might even have a code for you guys possibly <laughs> we'll see stay tuned and thank you guys so much for being thank on I really appreciate you so sharing your much. heart and like truly being so real and raw because that's what this you know podcast is all about so thank you thank and you so cheers. much cheers bye, bye.